We are recording live and in color from the Kink Kitchen Studios. What? I'm rolling with what you're going there with that. (laughs) The Kink Kitchen Studios. It sounded good at the time. I mean, it did kind of roll off the tongue. Sort of. Sort of, kind of. It's always a mouthful. Kind of like your cock. (laughs) Yeah, maybe if you're a field mouse. Oh, my God. (laughs) Have you seen a field mouse and their mouth size? No, I don't make it a a point to go look at. It's smaller than my pinky. I'm sorry. Your (laughs) cock is not smaller than my fucking pinky. No, but. It's like the width of four of my fingers. And that still can't even fit in my mouth. But maybe. What? It is the size of this lovely little dildo that we'll be giving away later on. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it is a petite little unit. It is, but it's not a replica of your cock. However, we really should replicate your cock because, you know, when you're not here, I'm going to need something. Okay, that doesn't, I don't And underst- I don't want to keep buying fucking bananas. I don't understand how you're supposed to use those clona willy things because how the fuck does anybody stay hard long enough for it to, like, do the mold? I mean, I'm pretty sure you just keep yourself stimulated, so that's why you do it with your partner. Yeah, but, I mean, like how? If I'm not physically doing something, I don't stay hard. It's it's not a thing. I don't know. I'd have to get, like, Trimix or something. <laughs> so it's like, I will stay hard forever. Yeah, like, it'll stay hard until I inject the reversal. <laughs> I'm not really sure. My, my thought, too, was how do you do that? Because, like, are you going to have to stand... Or, like, hover over the tube because, like, isn't it, like, a cement? I don't know. I don't know either. I've never done it. Because I'd feel like if you were to lay on your back, wouldn't it come out of the tube? Because, like, your cock has to go in the tube. I mean, that's logical, yeah. Right. I don't. I'm I'm proud of you for thinking so logically. I know. It's very rare occasion. We should write this. Today's date, Tink had some logic abilities. (laughs) Let's not get carried away. Hey, now. All right. Are you ready to get this episode underway? Yeah. I'm glad because it is 10.52 p.m. and I want to go to bed. All right. Well, then let's get this show on the road so that you can go to bed. (laughs) It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast. It is the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast, and I am your host, Pedro, the strawberry-scented douche. You are my strawberry scented douche. <laughs> I'm getting you a tree tag that is strawberry scented. Uh, and this is my lovely wife and co-host, Miss Tink. Hi. For those of you who may be new listeners and don't know us, but for those of you who do, you probably know I can come off as kind of an asshole. Right? No, not you. And it has been pointed out to me on Facebook recently this week. In all fairness, this is Facebook. So everybody's going to have their opinion and they're going to point it out of how they feel about any situation or person. I know, but you know, because you know, it's a badge of honor for me, really. They're just keyboard warriors. Hey, if I can get somebody upset enough on the internet, you thrive to (laughs) call me names. That's a win. Oh, you, you were very happy. I was called a douche twice by somebody on Facebook because. Wait, the same person called you a douche? Yeah, twice in two different comments. Wow. Yeah. He couldn't use any other word? He couldn't no. find any other thing in the vocabulary? Nope. I was winning. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Because all I do is win. All I do is win, win, win. You know. But yeah, it all started with um, somebody made a post about cuckolding. Mm-hmm. And there was some bad information going on in there, you know, basically. Yeah. Well, what were they saying was cuckolding? Well, the woman I originally, you know, got into a bit of a disagreement with, 
she had said that um, basically just seeing your wife with another man means that you're a cuck. No. No, and, it does not. You know, so I politely told everybody what cuckolding is. You know, mm-hmm. it's where there is degradation and or humiliation aimed at the husband mm-hmm. from the wife or the bull. Mm-hmm. You know, the husband is not allowed to interact unless told to do so. And it's generally in a very degrading way. Right. You know, like. Basically, he's allowed to even if he's allowed to being he could sit in a corner and if he was allowed he could be jerking off but that would be pretty much it and he has to just kind of watch and take yeah, it all or, in. or he has to be the other you know the couple's bitch right like if they right. need lube or they you know yeah like, like he, he has to be their servant almost yeah, he's like their little slave yeah um but i didn't get that detail i'm just you know that would have confused a lot of people i feel it requires <laughs> degradation and humiliation mm-hmm. i mean that's what it it entails yeah and a woman you know kept disagreeing with me and basically saying that you know everyone's definition of cuckolding is different it can't be to which (laughs) you know i was like no when you change the definition you change the entire dynamic you know and she basically was just being a cunt and um mr white knight came in and tried defending her, telling me that I was a douche and not being nice to people. Because you were putting out the actual definition yeah, of Yeah, you know, because I was trying to prevent new people from confusing, you know, terms. Yeah, and potentially leading to some very upset people because they're going into a play session with a totally different right. idea. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically this white knight guy, he comes in, tells me I'm a douche, Tells me I need to be nice to people and I need to not get so upset. You were upset. You know, because how could he tell? somebody's disagreeing <laughs> with me. Uh, I wasn't upset at I all. Know. Like, I know. I read these comments. I don't <clears throat> feel like you were upset at all. I very I very much felt that you were being very educational. And I mean, what people need to understand about me, if you argue with me, <laughs> I've already won. <laughs> yes. You've already won the battle. Yeah. I mean, because like they can just stop. once you engage with me. You're fucked because I will sit there literally for days if I have to. You will. You like you literally will take it upon you as like a job. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love to argue with idiots on the Internet. You do. And you know what? To each, It's like a hobby. (laughs) It's a hobby. Some people play cornhole or, you know, they work on classic cars. You know, I argue with idiots on Facebook. You know, there's a shirt. And I need to find it on Amazon for you. It has something to do about your sarcasm that you give to people depends on their idiot, like how much of an idiot they are. I need to find this shirt and I'm going to get it for you. Yeah. I think it's very fitting. So uh, we are going to dedicate this swing segment to the different dynamics and terms and what they actually mean. Okay. Because there's other groups out there, you know, Large groups. There's large groups. Filled with newbies being taught the incorrect information. Unfortunately, yes. And, you know, that's because their influencers are people that have been in the lifestyle for a year, two years, if that. And and all of a sudden they're fucking experts and they're out there, you know, spewing their bullshit on TikTok and Facebook and Twitter, you know, and people think oh they're so popular they must know what they're talking about no they're fucking idiots Mm -hmm. that just happen to have the time to live on tiktok yeah and that's why they're popular Mm -hmm. which fuck those people well those are the people that you really actually shouldn't be following you need to be looking at the people that are actually going to the events that have well you can't even say that because these idiots go to the events well that's true you're right because they don't have a real job right we're like they're they're influencers so they're like let me go to everything because i can they make money off of the new people yeah you know viewing their videos and all that shit where the people who actually like are in the lifestyle have been in the lifestyle for a while have jobs that do not allow that or you know kids that you know yeah i mean they have normal lives like outside of you know their enjoyment of the lifestyle like our following 
is so small compared to some of these other groups mm-hmm. that are led by fucking idiots. I mean, yeah. we there's we see it a couple lot. right here an hour away from us that have one of the biggest groups in the country. They're fucking idiots. Yeah. They are a very poor representation of the lifestyle. Yep. And I highly suggest not Oh, they are nothing anything as far as advice from them. No, they're nothing but fucking drama and tons of drama. They caused drama literally where we were one day. Oh yeah. They they caused what? drama at Naughty in New Orleans. Yes. In the middle of a party. Uncalled for. <laughs> so well actually it was one of their minions, but Right. They're a part of them, so they're just as guilty. I think it's more of a set things up. But Yeah. So we're going to give you the best definitions that we have that have been the definitions for at least the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> so if you interact with anybody that has been a swinger for more than, you know, the COVID years, yeah, they'll so know the what last, you're talking about. The last two years is basically the COVID years. Yeah. So, all right. What's the first one you got for us? Well, this one's pretty easy. It's same room, full swap. What's that mean? Oh my God. I'm not really sure. Okay. Basically, same room, same, simple. Like you're going to be in the exact same room with your partner swapping with another couple. That means full penetrative. Yes. Sex. We are not talking, oh, I'm just sucking your cock or I'm just going to finger you. Right. We're talking, I'm riding your fucking cock. That is a full swap. Yes. That is where both partners swap with the other couple's partners. Yes. And you are going to have sex. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) I know. This is super taboo right now. So taboo. And then we might as well even throw in, if you're going, you know, this gentler route, or you're just beginning, you might only be comfortable with soft swapping. Right, so that would be a soft swap. Yes. That means basically anything but penetrative sex. Yes. So. So oral, fingering, making out, whatever, you know, that is all covered under soft swap. Yes. So that should be clarification of those two because you're going to hear those terms. All the time. All the time. I mean, it's going to be where people are looking for that. You know, they want same room, full swap. Or just soft swap. Yes. And if you hear that it's same roof full swap, Mm -hmm. that means that they are willing to play in separate rooms as long as they are in the same building together. Yeah. Unlike people like us who will play separately, meaning like... We can be in completely different buildings, completely different states. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to be around each other to play. Mm Mm-mm. Um, you won't find that really in new couples. No, definitely not. It's mostly the experienced people that fall into that because they have learned how to navigate through the lifestyle. They've learned how to, you know, work through jealousy, insecurities. They learn to trust their partner. They learn that communication is key. And their relationship, you know, meaning the couple is very strong. Is very strong. So. That's actually kind of a, a thing to look for in a way because you're going to have a good time because you don't have to worry about ruffling anybody's feathers or hurting anybody's feelings. Right. They're solid. No drama. No drama. That's what you're looking for when yep. you're in this lifestyle. Exactly. So what's your next term that you have for us? Oh, this is a fun one. The unicorn hunters. Oh, unicorn hunters. And we'll go into what a unicorn is with this. So unicorn hunters Mm -hmm. is a male and female couple that look for another woman to join them. And they look for a unicorn because usually the female partner of the couple is either bisexual, bi-curious, you know, or they want to start to play with women. Mm -hmm. So they look for a unicorn because a unicorn is a bisexual woman 
that can play with the man and the woman of a couple. Can we clarify that again? They're, they're what kind of a woman? A bisexual woman. There you go. Keyword. Because for a unicorn to be a unicorn, she must want to play with the male and female halves of a couple. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. What do you win? I want to know which prize is. Obviously not a unicorn because they're very hard to find. And we're not unicorn hunters. So yeah. we're not even bothering. <clears throat> so Plus they're crazy sometimes. But in a fun way. <laughs> if a unicorn, mm-hmm. okay, decides to play with a couple looking for a unicorn. Now, there are some ethical unicorn hunters out there that don't, you know, treat a unicorn like a piece of shit. Right. Basically, they don't treat her like a little fuck toy. But most of them do. Unfortunately. So, and um, we we know for a fact because we have quite a few that say that they haven't really had a great time with couples because they basically get literally they feel like they're being hunted, right? Well, and they feel like they're just a piece of meat, right. like they don't mean anything to either the male or the woman, right? Like, like they're basically no just a, sec, a human sex toy, yeah, and just a shitty feeling and not something you want to experience. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some people out there that love that feeling, but the majority of women are not going to enjoy that aspect of it i don't believe so especially because they are single so it's not like they have like you know this other partner behind them you know they're doing it on their own and it's you know it's kind of scary when there's like you know couples bombarding you (laughs) yeah so the biggest advice while i don't really condone unicorn hunting i think it's kind of gross um and it's it's not the stepping stone into the lifestyle that people think it is. I feel like it's just like what everybody goes to. Well, it's because most guys coming into the lifestyle are insecure. So they don't want their ladies to play with other men. Their man or they don't want their woman to play with another man. Mm -hmm. So they're like, Oh, you'll let a chick eat your pussy. So So let's let's just grab another female. Yeah. And then I can fuck her Mm -hmm. and it'll be great. That's exactly it. So then, you know, they end up treating women like shit, trying to find a unicorn, Mm -hmm. you know, and then when they do finally, you know, have an experience, either the wife gets jealous (laughs) or the guy gets pissed because the girls take all the attention for that. Yeah. They do all the attention with each other and totally forget that there's a dick in the room. (laughs) Yeah. So. If I could give any advice to people that are going to search out unicorns, it's to actually treat them like human beings. Yeah. Like actually put the time into getting to know them, mm-hmm. not just being like, oh my God, you're fucking hot. Yeah. Like sit there and have a couple drinks with them. Yeah. Get to know them. Make sure that, you know, all the things that you as a couple want, the unicorn also wants. Yeah. Instead of waiting till you get back to your room and then being like, oh, let's do this, this and this. And, and the woman's like, uh, no. Yeah. Or feels pressured into doing it because most unicorn hunter couples are super pushy. Like, let's just they get are. that out of the way. I mean, I don't yeah. care if you're a unicorn hunter and you are upset with that. I don't fucking care because I have yet to meet one couple that isn't either super creepy or really pushy. No, like, cause, and I can save this because a lot of people will contact me thinking that I'm a unicorn when I'm not. And I feel that exact is the exact things happen is they're very pushy. And I would feel like I would have to do it because I would feel like they kind of not necessarily conned me in, but like, I would feel kind of like obligated and then that's just not something that a woman is going to actually enjoy her time with that couple. For sure. Like she's going to totally regret that at the end going, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. So if you are going to look for unicorns, be a decent human being, mm-hmm. you know, and treat that woman like a real human being and not just an inanimate object that you're going to use during your sex session. Yes. So next Okay, on the same line of that. What? 
this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Dragons. How'd you know? <laughs> because I just, but when you said doesn't get talked about a lot, and I'm like, ah, fucking bye, guys. Yes. Yeah. And it, it is something that is starting to become more mainstream. I know. Um, it's totally awesome that it, they are out there, um, that they are even being supported. Now, there are also dragon hunters. There is. Uh, obviously as, not as popular as unicorn hunters. Yes. But uh, with the rise of, you know, by comfortability among men mm-hmm. in the lifestyle. And, I'm you know, we're way far away from it being equal to the unicorn. Oh, you know, way. Like we're, female we're probably bisexual. a good, like, five, ten years away from it. But there are a lot of couples that have bi men. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to come out, you know, Mm -hmm. that they are bi. So obviously the need for solo playing bi men is going to be on the rise. On the rise. Yeah. So you do see that, you know, a decent bit these days in like the Facebook groups and stuff, you know, looking for bi couples or, you know, bi men. They don't call them dragons usually. Yeah, I haven't really heard the term of actually them calling them dragons, which I actually, I had posted on my TikTok. Which is funny because it's actually more of a polyamorous term. It is. Where in polyamory, they don't really use the term unicorn, but they will use the term dragon. That is interesting because the the person who I was thinking of that had commented on my TikTok is in a polyamorous relationship. And he had said that the term was in the poly realm and he was like i didn't realize that it was also in swinging right and we we're like yeah because i mean well, it's starting to come over because obviously we have unicorns right so what's the male equivalent yep a it's- fucking dragon <laughs> just like that oh yeah mate <laughs> all right so i'm pretty sure we covered that one now the next one that we should go over is Hot wifing. Hot wifing. Yes. Now, this is another really big space yeah, in the it's, lifestyle. And, it's and probably it, the biggest one, actually. And it's a broad space because there's subcategories of hot wifing. There really is. And basically, hot wifing is, is the female of the couple goes out and she finds men, or sometimes her man will find her the men. She will have her encounter with them and come back to her man and tell him all about it if he is wanting to either hear it or he may even want to see it and ask for it to be recorded. Yeah, I mean, there's it just depends there's on what all they're... kinds <laughs> of hot wife husbands out there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's guys like me. If you were to engage in more hot wife, you know, encounters, where I probably wouldn't want to hear much of anything. Yeah, like aside from like you had a good time or whatever. Um, and then, you know, there's people like our friend Brian who doesn't want to see it at all. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to be in the room watching. He doesn't want to see video. He wants to hear about it when his partner comes home and they reconnect. Yeah. So as they're fucking, he wants to hear all about her encounter. So that's I like that. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Um, and it seems to be almost like a, it's, it's a huge turn on for them to listen to this encounter. And I mean, we've heard Brenna on her podcast with Brian talking about her endeavors with these men and she goes into such great. She, well, she's a fucking phenomenal storyteller. She really is. Like I literally, when I listen to their podcast, I'm always like, Oh, I can't wait for her next story because right. it's okay. So like this is kind of weird because I'm not a hot wife husband. No, right? you're not. But I mean, I have a giant crush on Brenna, mm-hmm. you know, which is well known. It's no fucking secret. <laughs> no, it's not. She knows about it. <laughs> um, so when I hear her retelling her stories on the podcast, you know, like I kind of get into it and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, tell me more. <laughs> what do you do next? <laughs> Oh, you know, but like for her, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But like, if you were to do it, I don't think I would be as turned on. So I feel like the reason it's like that is because you are in a relationship with her. So therefore, like 
you you have this like crush and you have the, these like fantasies and this imagination of what could be or what could happen and all this where with me, you know, I'm with you 24 seven, except for at work. So, you know, you don't really want to have like to hear that. Like it, that just doesn't come together where well, I feel like in I think her it's more the BDSM thing. I mean, there could be that too, you know, because like whatever happens with you and another guy, I mean, you know, in a way, it affects our BDSM relationship for that, like, time span. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, you know, have that thing where I mentally have to kind of let it wash away. Yeah. So if you're going to retell it to me, it's almost like it happened all over again. Right. So you're like, I didn't get time to make it wash away. Right. So, like, it's not like I would care if you told me, mm-hmm. like, it just wouldn't do anything for me. I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, bet you, I bet that felt great, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, it, yeah, like you said, it just doesn't do anything for you. <clears throat> Where if we didn't have the BDSM dynamic and th- there was none of that going through my head, it might be more arousing. Maybe. And I think, like, for me, I would be more of a watcher. Uh, like, whether it be video or in person. Yeah, I almost feel like what you would like is almost to be like a fly on the wall, which is kind of like watching it through like a webcam. Like if you could do something like that, I think that would be something where you'd be like, all right, this is kind of intriguing. I kind of like this aspect. Yeah, like I would- like you could come and go in as you please. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like- I don't feel like I would like just sitting there watching you with someone I don't really know, mm-hmm. like in the room. But if I was like, it was like one of our friends, which you have, you've already kind of went over how you're comfortable right. with that. And that does something more for you then versus someone you don't know and have no, you know, personal either attachment or friendship with them. Yeah. So I feel like, um, like the one time that we did, your little hot wife experience with my friend that came mm-hmm. down from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I was at work and I was watching on our security cameras. Yeah. Which I had no idea. <laughs> so, I mean, that was kind of hot. Yeah. And then to, for me to like find out that you were like really enjoying it, it was kind of like, okay, like, but sweet. like I said, I don't know how I would feel about it. If it, if was, it someone was someone I, you didn't know. Yeah. I, I do feel like it wouldn't be something that you would be really into if you didn't know them. Cause I'd feel like you would feel kind of off put. Yeah. I mean, it, it, especially if, uh, you kind of push it to the edge of that, like roughness and you know, like that limit that you set for yourself oh, as I far was, as I was thinking of like showing off for you because like I knew you were watching now that no, I, I'm just saying for me watching, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would enjoy it as much because like, I have a feeling, you know, e- even though you set this boundary mm-hmm. of not playing super rough with other guys, I feel like you're going to push it right to that point. Gotcha. To where I'm kind of going to be like, mm, that's a little iffy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. To where I'm going to be overthinking it in that aspect and it won't be enjoyable then. That makes sense. Um, you know, so there's there's tons of guys that love to watch, like whether it's in person or video. You know, or there's some people that will set up like a FaceTime and just watch. Oh, like watch like a, a live. Yeah. Um, and I know some people have told me that their wives will set up the FaceTime like on the computer or something, but they make the husband mute themselves. So that way they're not trying to be like, oh, do this, do that. Oh, so they can't like be the director. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Because I feel like some guys almost can't help it yeah they would be like because they want to see it in action so they'd be like you you really need to like smack her ass or you need to suck that cock right now yeah and she'd be like dude i'm gonna bite your fucking head off if you tell me what to do right now (laughs) yes so you know there's those guys and then there's guys that may just want to listen to the encounter you know so like they may want to sit on the other side of the door oh or you know have their wife call them just like a regular phone call and put the phone down just so that he can hear what's oh, happening. Yeah. Cause then they, they could, you know, get off with that audio. 
Yeah. And like, I, I think at times, like, like I could be okay with that, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like checking in every now and then <laughs> feel like, Oh, you know, like if, if you start getting loud, I'll be like, Oh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be something I'd be interested in, but I, I think like the retelling during sex would be the biggest, like, eh, it's not doing anything for me. Makes sense for you anyway. So, I mean, now uh, obviously there is the flip side to hot wifing and that is hot husbands. Oh yeah. You know, where the husband goes out and finds women, comes home, tells the wife, Yeah, you know, um, I don't feel like that's as common. It, it's, it's not as common, but it definitely is popular. Yeah. I mean, because there's tons of women who just aren't interested in being with other men or, you know, and they're not bisexual, so they're not with other women. That would make sense where that would fall into more of where but it would occur. But it turns them on to hear, their, to hear what their husband does. Yeah. You know, it, especially feel- if, like, they have an attractive husband. Mm. That seems to be, like, the main key to this is if the husband is like pretty attractive Mm -hmm. then it seems like these wives are like oh yeah go fuck somebody and come back and tell me all about it right like they like that's their kink as far as like having like a hot husband right like they get off knowing that other women want their man yeah and then i think too a lot of women and we've discussed this before have that thing of wanting to Uh, reclaim their men when they come back so that fulfills that for them so they're like oh let me hear all about this and then like okay now i'm gonna reown that cock yeah see and this is kind of what confuses me about you (laughs) why because like because we play separate Mm -hmm. like i feel like you would be more into the hot husband aspect of it because you do love the reclaiming Mm mm-hmm so it's just weird that like you don't like to hear the details. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear it at all. Which to me is like, what? Yeah. Because you love reclaiming. So like to me, I would think you would want to hear what went down to get even more turned on to want to reclaim. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's like in my head for me. The reason I like to do the reclaiming is because, like, I know you love this pussy, but I don't want to hear, you know, like, how good it was with someone else. Because in my head, I'm like, I just want to reclaim your cock after you had fun. Like, I don't care about the rest of it. Like, if you had a great time, that's all I care about. Kind of like when you're with, or you know, if I'm telling you how I was with another guy and you're just kind of like, I don't really want to know the details. I just want to know that you enjoyed yourself you had a good time he respected you and then you know obviously for you I mean you wouldn't do anything for a day or two but for me I could just go and you know after you showered be like okay now it's on and I'm going to take my cock back (laughs) okay so that's interesting you said after I showered now we know like some of our friends they don't want their partner to shower like Mm. part of the turn on is knowing that they were with somebody else like literally getting that pheromone smell yeah yeah i can't do that nope Mm -mm. you have to be clean again (laughs) 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 i'm very well i mean you're kind of the same way though too i mean if i were to like suck somebody's cock and swallow his load i'm gonna have to brush my teeth and do some mouthwash before i'm either kissing you or anything else Mm. so it's kind of the same thing in a way. I mean, I can, like, I can understand it. It's just <laughs> the differences between me and you, though. Like, I figured that you would be, like, 100%, like, especially because you're bi. But like, I don't, I, but if I, <laughs> so, if I was not a part of that play session, I don't want any, like, I want you to go shower up and clean. But if I was a part of that session, it doesn't matter because I was playing with that same female. But if I did not interact with that female at all, I didn't play with her. I didn't talk to her. Nothing. Well, I can't even say talk to her because that doesn't matter. If I had no play, we cannot do anything until you're showered. Okay. So 
One thought I've had for a long time, though. Oh, God, what? Is, you know, because of our BDSM dynamic. Uh-huh. Right? You're being sadistic now, aren't you? <laughs> you totally are. I see that smirk. Okay. Lay it on me. But I feel like. You feel? I feel deep down. <laughs> deep that, down. What do you want to do? <laughs> that you would actually get off on this is like when I do have an encounter as long as we are having like a scene you know like our our reclaiming sex is a BDSM scene uh-huh. where you know I am totally dominating you that you would 100% want to hear me talk about my experience I don't know because I feel like what would end up happening is you would end up be, you would be giving me a mind fuck. I know, and that's why you would love it. Uh, yes and no. I'm because in a way, for you, it's a form of degradation. It really, it, and I feel that's why it's kind of like a yes and a no because, like, degradation to an extent is something that I'm into. But when it comes to like me feeling like I'm, you know, that property of you and like I'm reclaiming your cock, like when we're in that dynamic of a scene where you are degrading me, I'm not feeling like I'm reclaiming your cock at that point. So basically I'm still, you know, just like your fuck toy and I don't really feel like I would really enjoy it. And in that, in that essence, see, <laughs> you're like, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I do think you're wrong because what if I knew the person? I think if I knew who the female was, I would be more into it. I mean, like you, like no, no, or just no of no, no. Oh, well, that's no fun. <laughs> Cause I feel like I would be more turned on by it then. So well, I mean, like, if you knew the person well, I mean, Obviously, it wouldn't matter. But, like, I'm saying, you know, like, say, like, we go to Pod to Bash. Yeah. Right? There's several women who have reached out interested in play. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't know know them. Like, you know them through the Telegram group. Yeah, that's it. But, like, I feel like if I played with them mm-hmm. and then we had our reclaiming session, mm-hmm. as long as I was, like, dicking you down like your master... Like you would be a hundred percent into me telling you about my experience as long as you knew that like I was totally enjoying fucking you. Mm. Maybe if like you said, like there is that like undoubted you are totally enjoying being with me again. Maybe. Because I, <laughs> I know you. Better than you know you most of the time. Shut up. <laughs> and when you get in that that headspace, you know, of being like super submissive, you know, you're in your slave role. Yeah, not like right now. <laughs> yeah, like right now you're just in normal tink mode. Yeah. Which is fine. But in that moment when, you know, I'm 100% just using you, mm-hmm. you know, you go into that like, the dirtier, raunchier, you know, the more degrading, the more humiliating, the better. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't want you to be like that with other guys because you don't stop. Like you can't hit a, a, a limit mm-hmm. and stop there. I also, I also feel like though that even if a guy were to try to get to that point, and I, and I do understand what you're saying. Like I, would enjoy that because that's what I'm into sometimes. And, you know, if it's good, I'm going to roll with it. But at the same time, I kind of feel like if it's like a first time playing with somebody, I feel like they don't have that ability to get into that part of my brain. So like they they may not, they may not, but I know you well enough to know if the dick is good enough, you're going to do anything they say. Mm. Like, I mean, that's just how But you they are. also have to have a good dick. I mean, well, that's hard to find, too. I'm just saying, if they have a good dick, I know you will let them do anything they want. Mm-hmm. And you will be 100% enthusiastic about it. 
I mean, enthusiasm is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's the reason why you set that boundary that you did, because mm-hmm. even, you know, you can't stop at that line. Mm-hmm. So it has to be like way below that line. Yes. I have to, I have to put a, a buffer before that line. Yeah. So that's why I think you would actually enjoy the hot wife or the hot husband thing. As long as, you know, the retelling was done during like a good session. Like it would have to be more than just our like before bed sex. Like it would have to be an actual like rough section. Mm. I feel like we may need to try that out maybe and see how that goes. I mean, what we could always do is start off like most people do with, you know, what they call the pillow talk where we basically, uh, role play that scenario. Oh, okay. You know, Mm -hmm. where I can just talk about another encounter that I've had. Right. You know, with somebody and then you can see what it does for you. That might be something to try. Cause I do think if, and if either of us was going to get into a, you know, hot husband or wife thing, it would Mm -hmm. be you being the, the wife of a hot husband. I mean, cause like you've even said, recently that you know you're kind of thinking about pulling back a little bit from the swing lifestyle yeah and letting me kind of go do my thing yeah I mean I kind of you know we've had the conversation about it where you know you have well you've been in the lifestyle a little bit before me and then together we have been in it for eight and a half years um but during that time you know there hasn't been a lot of play in your direction, always attention in my direction. And I mean, yes, people like attention, but sometimes you you get burned out from that. Um, But also just trying to find what I'm looking for is like trying to find a fucking needle in a haystack and it's getting old. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like, I, I still want my female attention though. And I feel like I've put that kind of on the back burner for a while and I kind of need to get that back in. Like I used to have it in the beginning mm-hmm. where now don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, if a guy fancies my attention, I'm going to give him attention. But I also feel like I've had a lot of opportunities with women that I haven't done anything with. So I'm feeling like that is more the avenue that I want to pursue on my own. And as far as for you, I feel like if I take that step back and you do more of that solo play that you have more options. I mean, potentially. Potentially. It's kind of one of those things I want to test a theory out in my head. Yeah. And, but that's why I'm saying, you know, if, if I go out and I play solo, I really feel like in some aspect, you're going to miss like our normal, like debriefings and stuff like that. So in a way, it, it would, would be, be kind of like one. It would be like a debriefing, except you're getting dicked down good at yeah. the same time. <laughs> I mean, so, and, and I know, you know, like when you watch me with someone who's actually enthusiastic, you get really turned on. Yeah. So if you're hearing about it, well, like I'm giving you good dick. Yeah. Like I, in my head, I'm thinking that it would be, a good match. (laughs) I see where you're going with it. So, all right. What's the next one? All right. Next one is our stag and vixen, which we've talked about. So stag and vixen, similar to hot wife, very similar, except, um, the husband is generally always with the wife. Yeah. So that's where you, you'll see more of that male, female, male aspect. Yes. Of play. Or, you know, if the wife does want to play solo with another man, mm-hmm. the husband will usually be there watching, you know, and, but not in a cuck type dynamic because right. there's no degradation towards him or humiliation. You know, it's just him basically enjoying watching his wife play. Yeah. And the wife is enjoying playing with another man. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically a a stag is a hot wife who goes along with his wife. 
instead of letting her go off and do her own thing. So it's basically like her bodyguard. I mean, basically, you know, and it's somebody who will always be there for that male, female, male, Mm -hmm. you know? So like if a wife goes out, finds a guy she wants to fuck, they fuck one-on-one while the husband's there watching. Mm -hmm. They get done with round one. And, you know, now the wife's like, okay, I, I want you both now. Yeah. Like, that's stag vixen you know so well that's something that we've talked about potentially doing for me as well right you know because uh you have such a hard time finding the right guys for you Mm -hmm. you know that instead of having to pick like the perfect guy we can always find somebody that will fit in for a male female male yeah and not just a solo play session with you yeah that way i kind of can take you and another guy and make a good session overall because the two of you give me everything right. that I'm looking for together. Yeah, because I mean, even if he's got a dick that's too big for you to fuck, mm-hmm. you can at least blow him Yeah, while I'm fucking you. Yeah. You know, so there's more options than you being able to, you like, you have to fuck this guy, but he has to have the perfect size dick and all this shit. Right. Where now you can still enjoy two men, mm-hmm. you know, it just be dependent on what he's packing, if he'll get to fuck you or not or whatever. Right. But. Uh, and I, I've already, well, we've had a male, female, male before, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, we've had it a bunch of times and you always enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the way because it's literally the woman being the center of the attention. Who doesn't love that? Right. So, um, but like the main thing is that the husband, the stag Mm -hmm. in this situation basically gets the utmost respect from the, the third guy. Basically the stag is gifting the other guy, his wife. Yeah. So, or the ability to play with them together. Right. Like it's nothing like a cuckold situation. Not at all. You know? Um, Hence why it has its own description or definition. Yeah. So then uh, the last one was going to be cuckolding, right? Yes. Okay. Which we already kind of went over that. Yep. But just to real brief go over it again, it is degradation and humiliation and or humiliation towards the husband Mm -hmm. of the hot wife from either the wife or the bull. And now... We'll throw bull in there too because yeah. people fuck this up all the time. Yes, a lot. And you <clears throat> actually play as a bull. Yes, I play as a bull when I play solo mm-hmm. because a bull is a solo playing man, could be single or a solo, you know, playing man who interacts with a hot wife in a dominant manner. Right. He takes charge of that play session. He's not just playing as a single male trying to play with females or having that encounter. He has to be fulfilling that aspect of being dominant with that female. Right. You know, so whatever that, that hot wife is looking for as far as being dominated, Mm -hmm. the bull is going to give it to her. Right. You know, so like whether it's uh, just being like really rough and kind of like that aggressive sex, you mm-hmm. know, maybe some ass spanking, hair pulling, a little bit of choking, um, you know, like just fucking her brains out. Now, that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, it also comes into play for cuckolds because the bull has to be able to degrade the husband as well. That would make sense. If that's part of their dynamic, you know, like if if the wife wants the bull Mm -hmm. to help degrade the husband, Mm -hmm. that bull has to be okay with doing that. Yes. You know, like, and it's not for everybody. No, because there are some dominant men who want really nothing to do with dominating the husband. Right. Because in a way it is dominating the husband. Mm -hmm. Like you are taking full control of that scene. Yeah. You're controlling the wife and you're controlling the husband. And that's a lot of work. It's not, it is, you know, 
just, oh, this is fun. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be fun, but you have to kind of think things through right. and plan it out. Because the the husband who's, you know, a cuckold, he gets off from being denied sex with his wife mm-hmm. and seeing, you know. His wife being totally fucked by this other dude. Right. Who's quote unquote more of a man. Yes. That's the key is. thing is he wants to feel basically belittled by this other man. Right. And now a bull is generally hung. They don't have to be hung. Hence, you know, I'm a bull. I'm not hung. Like most people think of when they think of a bull, you know, like they think nine, 10, 11 inches, you know, as thick as a monster can. Well, a lot of them are like that. I literally feel like they should look at what a bull's dick actually looks like because it's not actually that big. <laughs> it's just long and tiny. <laughs> I mean, just saying, putting that out there. But a bull is a very masculine animal. It is. You know, it yes. is filled with testosterone. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It's very, take it's no take charge. Yeah. yeah. It takes no shit from anybody. And that's in the swing lifestyle, you know, or the E&M lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That is what these women want out of a man. Right. When they're looking for a bull. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be hung, but it's usually good to be bigger than the wife's husband yeah i mean generally unless they're like super like submissive men Mm. and like they could have a 12 inch dick but they just don't know how to use it you know like they don't know how to be that dominant you know take charge guy and i've met a few of those and it does kind of make you go oh okay i mean sure (laughs) um so now a lot of people fuck up a single guy and a bull like they think a single guy is a bull no no no, no, absolutely no. fucking not. Do not ever call a regular single guy a bull. Well, you're one going to mislead that single guy because most of the time those single oh, guys yeah. are new. And you see him all the time. Oh, I'm a bull. And then when somebody <laughs> that knows what a bull is, asks them, you know, what they like about being a bull. They're like, I, I don't know. Like, I like being with guys' wives. Yeah. That's like their only thing they have to say. And yeah. it's like. Um, I think you missed the whole thing about being a bull. I'm yeah. pretty sure. A single guy is a single guy. And depending on what part of the country you're in, they call them bluefish, which I don't fucking understand. That's stupid as shit. To it me. is really stupid. I've seen that. And I'm like, what <clears throat> the fuck? I hate like, when I see just that. A single I'm a bluefish. The fuck? What is this? <laughs> fucking door explorer? Like you're a fucking single guy. Like just That's it. get over it. That's all you are. And the same thing with you're women. nothing special. You're just a single man in the lifestyle because you're not partnered. Right. And it's the same thing with single women who are not bisexual. You're nothing special. You're a fucking single woman. I'm yeah. sorry. Like I know you want a cool label. They don't have one. But like there isn't one. No, you're just a single You're female. a single lady in the lifestyle. Get over it. <laughs> Quit making shit up just so that you have a cool fucking term well, I think to go with you. I think it's just everybody likes labels. And the problem is, is there's already been all these labels from the very get-go. And I know, you know, a lot of people don't like the labels. However, they are very helpful, which is why pretty much this whole segment that we've talked about. This whole fucking show. Yeah, pretty it's much. Been a whole fucking show. It's important because these have been the staples from the very beginning. It's what everybody should know what they are because everybody knows them and can identify by them to go, okay, you are what I'm looking to play with. And no, you are not what I'm looking to play with because you're saying you're a bull and you're not a fucking bull. You're just a single male. You're not what I need. Right. And what happens is when people give out bad information online or even in person, What happens is these new people, when they go to communicate with other couples or singles or whatever, and they use the wrong terminology or the, or like they use definitions for a term that do not match, Mm -hmm. it causes confusion and, or unnecessary drama, depending on how far along they got, you know, and then like all of a sudden they're like, oh, this isn't what I fucking wanted. Yeah. Like, that's what you fucking said. Yeah. There's it's definitely, if you go by what it originally was, don't add anything, don't change it, you are going to have a 
better time finding what you're looking for. You're not going to mislead anybody. You are definitely not going to cause any drama. And you're just putting yourself out there in a way that others can also connect with you because they're finding exactly what they're looking for. Exactly. So there's the fucking rant. Yeah. (laughs) Your hour long rant. (laughs) Yeah. So you can thank uh, those two people on Facebook for this uh, episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. So thank you to the two idiots in uh, that group. And, and I do believe I don't, I didn't do a whole lot with them, but they did take off for whatever reason on TikTok. but on my tank swings one, I did a talk about unicorns and dragons and there's a whole bunch of comments on there as well. And there was like 67,000 views on it. So it obviously caught attention right? because it is a big thing that everybody confuses and also talks about. So you can always check that out too. Absolutely. You have all the good stuff on your TikTok. I don't do shit with I try. the and podcast TikTok. You know, maybe going after, uh, you know, after this episode, this might be something I revisit on TikTok again because it seemed to have been such a big hit that yeah, maybe we, I'll just do that really again. We really need to start making more social media content. Well, I mean, we like do. We really do. But as far as going over <laughs> like the definitions, I feel like that might be something to do again. Yeah. All right. So good talk. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we are going to get into uh, the winner of the contest for the fantasy. Yay for thing. our dildo winning. Yeah. So um, we had a couple people reach out. Okay. Uh Unfortunately, <laughs> we only had one audio submission. Oh, I wish we had more. And the audios are so good because I love to hear the people's voices. Yes, that's what makes it. I mean, yes. So I will be giving out um, a one month subscription to the subscription fansly. to the Fansly for the podcast mm-hmm. to the runner up. All right. So technically, who had a, a very good email? You know, it was a long, well written email. Yes. But the contest was for audio or video. All right. <laughs> so um, I feel like it's the least that I can do for his effort is to give him a free month to the fansly. I agree. So the winner uh, this week is going to be a member of our Facebook group. Oh. And uh, she goes by the name Cherie. All right. Let's hear it. So I'm going to play this right now. And uh, then we'll talk about it for a minute or two afterwards. All right. So my name is Cherie, and I listen to the Kitchen Sink and E&M and Kink podcast regularly. Um. As far as fantasies are concerned, I will get on the nearest plane right now and fly from California to Alabama and let you two have your way with me. Whether Tink wants to completely dominate me or um, Pedro, yes, Pedro, uh, please, Pedro, do whatever you please. Um, Whatever dynamic you guys want to put me through, I'm in. But... For the contest, I wanted to share you with you one of my top fantasies that I think about on a regular basis, and it includes some of my favorite BDSM kinks. Uh, my top ones are asphyxiation, bruising, biting, being restrained, and so with that being said, I want to be completely restrained with something around my neck that I control and I want to be bitten from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet every inch of me I want a mark left and whether that be indentations bruising I want to be able to feel it later I want to be able to control the asphyxiation while I'm being bitten. 
Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Maybe throw some praise in there. But that is my kink for you guys. That is my fantasy. Thank you for listening. And thank you for all that you do. Okay. So that was our winning submission. That was hot. She has such a fucking sexy voice. Yeah. That's what I think I like about the audios is that, you know, we get to, well, one, I kind of like audio to begin with. I kind of have a thing for that. So I, I do too. It's definitely, uh, it takes it up a notch and hearing her talk about, you know, how she likes the asphyxiation and she wants to be choked. I'm like, Hmm, that sounds really fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, now this is kind of a new kink for me. I mean, like I know people like being bitten. Yeah. But like that's head to toe. Head to toe. I yeah. mean, that's everywhere. Every inch of her body. Like that that kind of turns me on. Okay. Like wanting to to do that. Yeah. Now, I mean, we've had the pleasure of seeing her picture in the group, mm-hmm. you know. She is super attractive. Very. So I mean, I'm sure that helps me want to be like, yes, I will put my teeth all over you. <laughs> Let me sink them into you. <clears throat> um, but like just thinking about it as a dominant, mm-hmm. you know, in my head, I'm like, there's so many things I could do with that. Yeah. You know, like that fantasy could easily be played out. Yeah. You know, it and, definitely could. And even added upon. You oh, know? definitely added. So definitely hot um, and very flattered about the the beginning part of oh, that. Yes, very I mean, much so. I, I was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean. I will go pick you up at the airport. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I speak for both of us when I say we would 100% be open to that. <laughs> 100%. Yep. You definitely speak for the both of us. Yeah. So thank you very much for your submission. Um, and I also want to thank uh, Dwayne. I'm yes. not going to say his last name, but um, just in case he doesn't want it said, he sent, you know, an awesome email. And I'm pretty sure that his fantasy was about you. Oh. So, um, yeah, you didn't get to read it yet, but you will read it after this. Okay. I can't wait. Ooh. <clears throat> Um, but it, it was very well written. Okay. And the fact that he said it's really long makes me be like, okay, I really, I'm excited. It, it's a lot like the stories that I used to write for you. Like, <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, um, for his effort, you know, I'm going to give him the free month to the uh, fansly page for the podcast. I think he will enjoy that. I think so too, especially after I actually update it and put a bunch of shit on there. So, I won't give you the link until I do that. Okay, Dwayne. That way, there's a bunch of shit up there for you. That'd be a good idea. But give him like a week. Um, yeah. And then there was also a woman in the Facebook group who left a comment on your post. Yes, she you know, did. That also had a really hot fantasy. Uh, yeah. And apparently, there is a video somewhere. And she said it would take her a while to find it, but she was going to try to do that so she could get it to me. Yeah, I mean. Like that, that fantasy definitely is something I'd be yeah into as well. Yeah, that was kind of hot. That's why I was like, I need to see this. <laughs> like, I must watch this now. Right. So, um, Cherie, please message either Tink or I um, on Facebook or through email, whichever you're more comfortable with, and we will get the shipping information from you and send out your cute little 4.6 inch dildo it is super cute (laughs) oh my god you know what i just realized i want to get another little one like this and stick it on our robot (laughs) (laughs) because i couldn't figure out what i wanted to put on it and you know i mean we watch all these videos of like people putting random things on them you should totally just put one of the ones that's too big for you to use no because then it probably won't freaking move well, no, what will happen is it'll bang off of like the chairs and stuff. <laughs> it tries no, to go under it. <laughs> you'll keep getting the notifications of it being like obstructed stuck. or yeah. stuck. And you'll be like, oh, the robot has been 
has been stuck. Please locate. And you'd be like, oh, it's stuck by the dildo again. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we're going to have to do that one day just for fun. Yeah. We'll have to put that on the fantasy <laughs> so that, you know, vacuum bitch is riding around with a dildo on it. <laughs> it's going to be the freaking unicorn dildo. I'm going to get one like that. Oh, good times. All right. Well, I know we didn't do polyamory or the kink and BDSM. It will be for next week. But uh, the swing segment will probably be much shorter next week. Oh, yes. And we will focus more on the poly and kink and BDSM. Yes. And the fun segment, which you better start thinking of now. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of our bullshit. And remember, I am Pedro, your favorite strawberry scented douche. And I am the pretty tank. That's all I got. Man, we're well, going to have to come up with something good for me. Aren't I you love conceited? Yours. I don't know. The pretty tink. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, maybe not right now, but. Yeah. I mean. You uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That just like came out very. Okay. On that, that note, we're going to end this show. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us. VJ's Hotspot. The Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people, and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, and also now we are moving away from OnlyFans, and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.